Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Climbers, how in the hell are Johnny and Brent going to motivate you and enlighten you about your artist career talking about Daredevil Productions' corporate accounts? Yawn. Well, y'all are more alike than you want to believe, and this one is going to bring some perspective. And at the end, I'm going to share this really killer marketing epiphany that I just had that's like gold, okay? You're going to want to listen to the end, so get your popcorn. Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is what it's going to take, guys. We have to become artists and business people to get the momentum as a writer, as an artist, that you're going to need for these people to come out of the woodwork and help you. They're not going to pluck you from obscurity. You're going to have to show them that you can do it. But the good news is you don't need anybody's permission. That's why we call it the climb. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. It's a Baxter name for my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is not only a good friend and not only a kind soul <laughs> and not only a hit songwriter, but he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro do business like a pro and then on the regular he completes the circle by getting you opportunities always getting opportunities to get in front of the pros you can find brent at songwritingpro.com once again that's songwritingpro.com and I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm just totally excited to hear about your, about your corporate clients. <laughs> yeah, just shoot me in the head right now. <laughs> That's great. That's why I got in the music business, because I loved my cubicle so much. <laughs> I want to hear more. Well, this is funny because, you know, one of the other things that we've been doing at Daredevil is – 
and this it gets even more boring. It starts to sound even more boring than what you're joking about, right? Is life insurance, okay? <laughs> the life insurance industry is like it's it's very, very similar to the music business. <laughs> and the fact that they've been doing it the same way for the last 75 to 100 years. Yeah. And so there's huge opportunities. Now, life insurance doesn't have the crisis that the music business has in the sense that, I mean, let's be honest, I think in the next five years, the radio stations are going to start to drop like flies. They're just not going to be. And so are most of the life insurance clients as the as American <laughs> agents. <laughs> let's hope it's not the next five years. Right? like their opposite trends going on, right? We're going to have to pay out a lot, I guess. But what we're doing with the life insurance industry is the same thing that we're doing in the music business, right? Mm -hmm. And we're, we're taking them over to digital. And in the life insurance business, we've done this. We've created a repeatable, dependable, reliable pipeline, okay? That's so repeatable, so dependable, and it's been working for the last two and a half years with multiple different agencies that the independent marketing organization that kind of took us on this journey is literally investing now and in scaling this up in a very, very big way with very, very real money. Hmm. And it's going to revolutionize how they freaking sell life insurance. Interesting fact, 61% of all the life insurance in the United States is owned by the wealthiest 1%. Hmm. Okay, so life insurance is... To put this in perspective, the music business was always like a $75 billion a year industry, and then it got crushed in, in the late teens, late 20 teens. 2017, it would shrunk like 80% to $15 billion, and like we predicted on this podcast, it's expanded now beyond $75 billion. Last count was about $131 billion. We're probably reaching closer to $140 to $150 billion. Life insurance is a trillion-dollar industry every year wow. with a T. That's $1,000 billion, okay? Oh, yeah. And that means that 3.3 million people own over $610 billion worth of life insurance. So there's something else to it. It's not just about a death benefit, right? Okay. So anyway, I'm dealing, to scale this up, we got to deal with these agencies. And the stuff that I'm dealing with with these agencies, the same crap that I'm dealing with, in terms of like professionalism. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that they're unprofessional, but they look unprofessional. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is kind of go through down this checklist and just get you guys. It's time to like the conversation I had with Amber Hayes, who's the senior vice president of this independent marketing organization that they're the life insurance broker, right? She's also a freaking artist. She's an amazing artist. I've written with her. Yeah. 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 Years ago. Yeah. That's right. That's right. She'd been singing since she was eight years old. She's been on a couple feature films. I mean, she's like a freaking star. You know what I mean? And we traveled around the world on the talent in her voice and super, super smart. But we were talking about, you know, hey, how do we scale this out with these agents? Because they're a lot like independent artists. You know, they're independent agents. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, we, I said, they got to get their big boy pants on, their big girl pants on. And we got to stop cutting corners. And, you know, we can find inexpensive ways to look really good. So that's what we're going to kind to talk about today. But before we do that, let's take care of some business. Join the climb community if you haven't already on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the climb community. And every Wednesday we got wins, man. We like to share those. So let's talk about it. This is a community, by the way, that's thriving all the time. What Brent's going to share with you right now is just a couple of a boatload of wins that we have every single Wednesday, meaning mm -hmm. that people in the community actually comment and participate and hang out in the community. This is not like a tumbleweed ghost town that so many Facebook groups are. So go ahead, Brent. Yeah, so Play some gospel on us right here with the uh, That's right. 
Speaking of which, yes. So in the climb community, every Wednesday we post new heights. It's because climb new heights. It's a whole thing, right? And it's where we encourage you to come celebrate your wins with us. So we know where to find them and we can celebrate with you. And people do. And let's see, let's share a couple. Of and we do on the show. We celebrate your wins. With That's you. right. And in the community, they do too. So Sunday, Joe Graham says spent Monday creating content from an upcoming release of Jesus and time. What creating content before the release Sunday, Joe, you must be a climber. Somebody, somebody's been listening. <laughs> somebody's been paying attention. Sunday, Joe, I'm just telling you right now, if you're listening to this, you can probably just turn your radio off, turn your podcast off. Cause I think you might already have this licked, but <laughs> maybe there's a nugget in there that you haven't tackled already. So maybe keep it on. But so proud to hear that. Good job, Sonny. Jones. That's great. And also, she says, playing a showcase in St. Louis tonight with some of my fellow NSAI peeps, including the amazing climber, Kathy Wallace. Nice. And she's getting great feedback on the story behind the song video that she put together. So she includes a link to that. Finished a couple co-writes and some new ones with some new writers coming up. And you have folks like Randy Maynard and James Kelso giving her Atta Girls. So that's really cool. Let's see here. Here's another one from climber Paula Harden. Says, me and my co-writer played two songs at our NSAI meeting. Everyone clapped and nobody threw up. So I think that's a great accomplishment. (laughs) Good job, Paula. (laughs) Good job, Paula. I know we did a song title challenge as one of her titles. Is that dropped yet or is that coming up? I don't know. It might not have dropped yet, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. No, if not, keep listening. Keep listening. So, yeah, a lot of good wins. We have other stuff in there. We can't, uh, don't even have time for them all. So this is fun. But thank you all. Congratulations. And keep on climbing. There you go. Yeah. So, hey, make sure you follow or subscribe to the podcast. And most importantly, tell a friend about it. Mm -hmm. If you guys are still here, I mean, we still have like record days and people binging stuff. So they don't do that because they're they have a johnny and brent outreach program and they're trying to make us feel good huh. they're doing it for their damn selves that means there's some value in there tell somebody about it let them know all right so like i said get your popcorn guys this is i'm gonna be a little brutal on this because it just are we gonna need to take out life insurance are you gonna be that brutal? <laughs> well no i guess through the life insurance thing like having to deal with this i kept thinking about artists you know why is that why am i working on a corporate huge huge corporate project. I mean, like 25 or 30 agencies, right? We're scaling up like simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So this is a big digital marketing project, guys, where they were driving traffic to a webinar that is specifically aimed at a niche audience of business owners, right? So this is like a B2B thing, number one, not a B2C thing. It's not to go into consumers, Mm -hmm. which we also do that insurance, but this is big project we're scaling is B2B. And This company, this independent marketing organization that Amber Hayes, the vice president of, they also sell benefit plans for small businesses, right? Mm -hmm. So 401ks, IRAs, profit sharing plans, stuff like that. And this sector is horribly underserviced. The average company switches out plans every three years because some agent comes in and sells it and they don't back it up. And these guys have way better service than all this, but they've got all the value bomb content. It's a brilliant marketing program, but we're having to scale up like the integration of all these different technologies and sales funnels for like 25 or 30 different agencies and branded sales funnels, right? Mm -hmm. So their coloring, it's their logo, it's their stuff. 
uh, sort of at the beginning and the end of the video, but the videos, it's the same video content, right? So yeah. it's, it's a very inexpensive way. It's genius. So what do I need to make that happen are the same things that I need from artists when we're trying to work with artists. And I'm running into the same problems with agents that's happening. So at the top level here, guys, I think too many artists are looking for a quick fix. Agents are the same, right? They want like one lead source, the magic lead source, the magic beans, mm -hmm. where they make every phone call and it turns into a deal. And you guys want one answer to solve your marketing problems and to get your music heard enough so that you can play in front of an audience and they're going to love you and respond, right? And yeah. get enough streams. And in my last episode, two weeks ago, we talked about getting on the Spotify algorithm mm -hmm. and staying on the Spotify algorithm. This is important for money-making and it's an important part of getting the max amount of distribution, but it's not, it doesn't help with the marketing, right? It doesn't help with branding. Like nobody knows who you are mm -hmm. unless you're also branding. So the idea of a quick fix, the one answer to solve all your problems and turn you into a profitable artist, trust me, if you're looking for that, you're going to find a million of them. Mm -hmm. Will they work? No, they never work. All right. Why? Because there's no quick fix. Marketing on promotion is sophisticated. It's not as sophisticated as music theory or the circle of fifths or dealing with your significant other, right? But it's way more complex than an easy button that makes you a household name so you can just focus on the music creation. It doesn't work that way. In other words, if I can just get on The Voice, if I can just get some radio play, yeah. if I can just open for so-and-so, boom. Rock your problems will be solved. No, no, no. And, you know, hey, in Nashville, it seems to me like Nashville is the repository for like the, the voice contestants. Yeah. There's so many of them that live here. There's so many of them that we know. Mm -hmm. And there's so many of them that you have no idea who they are. And by the way, side note, there's a guy that I want to bring on that is a voice contestant that did do really well, who's actually friggin' crushing it, right? Mm -hmm. And turned it into a quarter million dollar or better business because he just realized like, okay, what I got from this is a, a boatload of exposure that I have to capitalize on, mm -hmm. which is consistent work. But, you know, this isn't going to make me famous, right? Like it just gets you an incredible amount of exposure. It's important. It's good. Just don't overestimate it, right? Mm -hmm. So there's multi-levels to this. And the, the bottom line is you have to be a business person too, okay? Mm -hmm. And the most successful mainstream media artists are the best at business. You know, U2, right? Mm -hmm. The Stones, mm -hmm. Madonna. These people are masters on the right side of their brain as they are artistically on the left side of their brain. Mm -hmm. I remember a Jimmy Buffett, either from his autobiography or something where, you know, he, he has this reputation, the branding of the beach bomb, not working hard, just having a ball. And he says after shows, he'd lock the door to his hotel room, hoping people wouldn't walk in and catch him going through all the receipts and all the paperwork because <laughs> he didn't want to blow his image. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, um, was it Oprah Winfrey? You got to sign your own checks, man. Mm -hmm. It sounds all glamorous and everything like that when you get at the top. But Oprah, by the way, she didn't learn that lesson from her parents. She didn't know that growing up. She figured that out the hard way. Mm -hmm. Billy Joel, same thing. Sign your own checks. What's this for? Oh, don't worry about that. That's a, a little something, something we're doing. No, no, no. What is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, you're fired. You're done. You're done, right? Mm -hmm. 
So you got to flex the business muscle. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to make that muscle sore. Then you're going to regroup. You're going to refine. You're going to relaunch. But this is something that you can't accomplish. And I'm just seeing like all the different pain points here with the scaling up of this whole corporate thing that we're doing. And it's so similar. I wanted to share it. So it's time to clean up and get your shop in order, get your house in order. Everything I'm about to mention here on this listicle, you must have in-house. Even if you have a team that's running it, it has to be run from your house. All the spokes have to come from the same place. If you don't, if you get lazy, somebody says, hey, I can do this for you. And then all of a sudden it's set up, but you don't have control over it. It's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the ass. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's start with website issues, right? Right. The website is your storefront. Okay. Right. And I think so many artists here think that once they get that big break, then they're going to get some money. And when they get some money, then that's when they're going to like put some attention on all this stuff we're going to talk about. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. It's kind of like, it's almost a loose corollary to tithing, Brent, because you've mentioned this before. Like, okay. if you don't tithe when you're poor, right. you're not going to tithe when you're rich. Right. Right. It's a muscle that you have to flex. Well, guys, if you don't do what we're doing, talking about right now, my concern isn't that you're not going to get a break because of it. It's that you are going to get a break and this is the crap they're going to see. Mm -hmm. And then how does that make you look like extremely unprofessional, right? Right. You don't want to look like a small town, little artist on the beginning of their journey. You want to look like a national act. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to look like. And then when you get a break and all of a sudden a bunch of people look at it, let me tell you something, the pros that you want to work with, are going to look at some of this stuff. And in less than two seconds, they're going to be like, okay, we already know what this is. Yeah. And that's it. You don't even get a chance. Your personality doesn't get a chance. You just, you look like a tool. They know you're not professional, you know? Mm -hmm. So your website is your storefront. It's not expensive to make it look halfway decent, but it does require your attention one way or the other, whether it's monetary attention and you find somebody. I am not a web developer by any stretch of the imagination, but I did build the Daredevil production website. Mm -hmm. Could it be better? Yes. Is it horrific looking? No. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad looking, right? Mm -hmm. It's not bad. It took me some time, but there's things I need to improve. There's things I want to improve, but man, there's some horrible websites out there that just look terrible. Like go down a major label artist list and go look at their websites. Go look at your favorite artists' websites. That's the way you should look. Mm -hmm. So make it happen, right? It's a theme. It's a, not that difficult. It's become so freaking easy now. Brent, how quickly did you kind of, it wasn't easy, but how quickly did you kind of scale up like on ClickFunnels? ClickFunnels, it happened pretty quickly. My website, Songwriting Pro, which used to be Freddie, right. is built on somewhat obscure platform. <laughs> when I got a hold of it, right. it took a long time just because I didn't take the time to get things kind of changed over and updated. But once I got a hold of ClickFunnels, that integrated easily into my site and really the best looking pages on my site for the most part are the ClickFunnels pages. And ClickFunnels is like a web page builder that's like mm -hmm. specifically for marketing. So it's not, you're not going to use ClickFunnels to build your website. So don't confuse this. Mm -hmm. But here's my point is that what ClickFunnels did, I see a lot of other platforms doing. This kind of made me think about this yesterday because I got a brand new gift from heaven with this super smart new intern, right? Who came in late to the game, 
Johnny, I want to work with you is referred by a former intern that we had. It's his girlfriend is the former intern. And this kid is freaking so smart. And everything now has become so intuitive, right? Mm -hmm. When I was coming up, websites were this anomaly, man. It was like crazy. It was like you had to spend a bunch of money to get somebody to do it. They suck at business because they're Mm -hmm. artists, right? right? And you don't get what you want. You know, it's just horrible. But now it's kind of like the same way that you build those pages, Brent, on ClickFunnels, which is, again, specifically for marketing stuff. But ClickFunnels, one of their missions was to like do battle with websites in a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very intuitive like this. So the CRM that we use is called Aweber. You switched over that now, I think, right? Yes. And so CRM for No Climber Left Behind is what? Customer Relationship Management? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the email. Yeah, it it stores all the email content. This is where you can do email blasts. This is where you can do sales funnels. Well, the same sort of software setup that allows you to build an email within Aweber is, would you agree it's similar to ClickFunnels, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of drag and drop. You can- it's, it's the same kind of thing. There's like three levels. There's the background level, then there's a column level, and then there's the element level. Like what's in the column? Is it a video? Is it a, mm-hmm. what kind of content? Is it text? Is it, you know, so I'm teaching this kid, this intern, he's got to brand all these sales funnels. And like, literally I showed him once and he already got it. Right. Like it was just so intuitive for him. Mm-hmm. And he's just, Oh, I already did that. I'm like, well, what about this? He's like, I already did it. I'm like, Oh, son of a bitch. You did. Look at that. <laughs> awesome. And this is the way websites are now. Like the new platform I have not, it's not a platform. It's on WordPress, but mm-hmm. the new theme I have, it's built the same way. It's for morons like us. So we can build cool shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So guys, my point is your website can look way better. It doesn't have to cost a fortune, but if you put attention on it, if you go down this rabbit hole and say, I'm not coming back up out of this rabbit hole until I've figured out how to create forward progress on my website, my damn self, right? Mm -hmm. Then before you know it, your website's going to be halfway finished and it's going to look way better. Okay. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Next, social media. As a brand, 
you should have only one of each social media account. Okay. So, I mean, if you have an artist name, a social media, like an Instagram free artist name and a personal Instagram, that's not what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about like more than one Instagram account for your artist name Mm -hmm. or more than one Instagram or more than one YouTube account for your artist name. And this crap happens all the freaking time Hmm. on social media, only one account each. Your marketing promotion sucks right now. So if you got like three YouTube channels, because you don't want to eliminate the other two, because you got like 20,000 video views and you don't want to lose those, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Forget about it. You're doing more damage by holding on to those, which is a vanity play, right? You're not going to tip the scales you know, you're not going to reach a tipping point and be shy 20,000 video views and regret deleting those other two accounts mm-hmm. that you can't get rid of, right? Why do you have three accounts? There's a number of reasons, okay? We're going to cover those in just a split second. But get rid of it because, again, what happens when you get that big break? What happens when you play in – or not, maybe it's a small local break, but you play in front of a national act. In front of 700 people, a sold out crowd, you know, at a club. Mm -hmm. And they're all going to go look at you on YouTube. And where are they going to find you? If there's three freaking YouTube accounts with your name on it, they don't know where to go. And they got different content on them. Right. So either way, you're going to do, you're leaving dead end roads on the map there for people to go down and get frustrated. Because either you're going to triple your work and duplicate your work on all three of each of those three channels, right? So like, well, I don't want to lose any of these. So I'm going to put the same videos up on all three channels, which triples your work. And you're not getting triple the results. Right. You need to simplify and streamline. You're not. And of course, you're not going to do triple the work. You're not even doing enough work now. Right. You know what I mean? None of you are. So get rid of it. You want one YouTube channel, one Instagram channel, one Facebook channel, one TikTok channel. You need a one of each and that's it. Okay. Now, why are you having problems? Why do you have three YouTube channels? Well, you're having issues deleting old accounts because your ex has the passwords and won't (laughs) share them because they want to punish you. Figure it out. Okay. Do whatever you have to do. Lose the battle. Get rid of the old YouTube accounts. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is your problem. You created this problem because you trusted somebody else to set up your account. Yeah. Most likely because you were lazy and you didn't want to do it yourself. So your ex said, hey, I'll do it. And they used their email. Mm-hmm. And now you've got a problem because now you can't post up because they changed the password on you. Right. And so you can't access it. And so you had to create a new YouTube account. And then you did that with some other email address that you have. Okay. So here's the deal. Always make sure your artist, social media, and your SaaS platforms that's software as a service. So that's, you know, Feature FM, right? That's PicMonkey, that's MailChimp, that's Canva, that's Spotify, that's all of these things. The usernames need to be tied to your email addresses and nobody else's. No excuses. This sounds basic, doesn't it? Pretty much. Why am I bitching about it? Well, <laughs> because it's Often. It happens early and often, right? right. Why, why do we have, why do I, when I search you, do I find three of the, well, what happened was, I, I, but, 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 no, no, clean mm-hmm. this shit up, figure it out. I don't know how to do it. Like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. You're muddying the waters for what little traffic you have, making it impossible. The longer you wait, the messier it's going to be because you're just going to have more views on that other thing. You're going to have more people that are used to going to that 
site, that channel, that platform instead of the one you want them to. That's exactly right. Rip that Band-Aid off. It's going to save you more trouble down the road. Go through the hassle with trying to do support with YouTube or Instagram or somebody and say, look, this has to go, right? Get rid of it. If somebody opens some sort of account for you, okay, that's awesome. That's great. Immediately switch that email address on that account over to your an email address that you use mm -hmm. to ensure that you will always have control of that. Okay. Don't let that go. It, whether it's an ex or whether it's somebody on your team, a friend or whatever, man, you're not going to be together forever, mm -hmm. but you need to be on that platform forever. So if your significant other helps you out, that's often, but if, and when the breakup happens, change all your passwords immediately. Mm-hmm. Right. Immediately. If things are going inside, if you think you're going to break up with them, change the friggin passwords so that they're locked out. If it's on your email that you have access to and the passwords are changed, they can't do damage to you. Even accidentally. I'm not saying everybody's evil, but, you know, maybe something happened and they had some issue that they were trying to use it for. And then they just changed it. And I had that happen with one of the agents, you know, mm -hmm. like a brand new Calendly account we set up. And all of a sudden it's like, well, I can't access your Calendly thing. I got a whole team of people. The wheels are turning, right? I got four interns on this, like a team mm -hmm. of people ready to devour this agent's work that we have to do to set them up. And everything stops because we don't have a friggin' password. <laughs> oh, well, I changed something yesterday. I can't remember what it was. Okay, well, change the password and give me the new password. Like now, let's go. Chop, chop, right? Right. So make sure you change all those passwords. This is your artist career. Don't put your brand, your time investment, your content, your storefront, your analytics. Don't put them in jeopardy because you feel that if you know changing a password could be construed as a provocative hostile move in a love relationship, change them, period. It's your brand. You have to have control of it, okay? Yeah. Stop switching email addresses. Jeez, mm -hmm. I've had the same personal Gmail address for 20 years. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I never saw a reason to change it, okay? Right. I've had the same business email address, johnny at daredevilproduction.com for over a decade. All right. You know, stop doing stupid shit online that makes you have to change your emails. OK, don't change your emails. You can block people from your email address if an ex is blowing you up or doing something weird or a stalker or everybody's got some excuse of why they had to switch email addresses. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Keep the same email addresses. That's another reason why people have multiple accounts. Well, this is an old email address. I don't use it anymore. Um, I lost access to it and I can't remember the login. So I'm screwed. Yeah. Right. Come on, guys. So there it is. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, one account only. All right. Passwords. Let's talk about passwords. Insurance agents and artists alike can't remember the passwords to all the different platforms they're going to use. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't remember them. Create a list and know your passwords for all of your social media, for wherever your website is hosted. Okay. Now, sometimes your website is hosted on one platform, but your domain is hosted on another, right? Mm -hmm. So like Brent Baxter's music is website is hosted on GoDaddy, but your domain, brentbaxtermusic.com, is hosted somewhere else because that was the first thing that came up in Google when you searched for domains and you went to this other third-party place, right? Mm -hmm. So that's okay if it's on a different place, but you better know 
where your website's hosted and how to get in there. Yes. And where your domain is hosted and how to get in there. And again, all your SaaS platforms, software as a service, right? That's AWeber, that's MailChimp, that's PicMonkey, that's Canva, that's Spotify for artists, right? These are all tools that you use on a regular basis and you need to have access for them or your team mm-hmm. needs to have access. That's another thing. I get hired. They're paying me money to be on their team and they can't tell me how to get in the freaking platform I'm supposed to be working. Right. You're wasting money, right? Because inevitably our relationship's going to end. Why? Because you're going to think I'm an idiot Mm -hmm. because I can't get any work done. Well, I can't get any work done because you're the idiot and I can't get in your freaking platform because you can't remember the soft, the password. Mm -hmm. So create a master file somewhere, guys. Right. Like I think, I think there's like a free, you can have a free super low cost Dropbox account. Like I have like Mac Daddy Dropbox, like a thousand bucks a year, but I have unlimited. Yeah. But I think there's a free one that gives you like, you know, two, whatever gigabytes of storage, just some sort of cloud con. Maybe it could be a Google cloud mm-hmm. or, I mean, there's lots of different, it doesn't have to be Dropbox, but you've got something on the cloud, create a master file in Excel. Have all of your social media platforms and all of your SaaS platforms up there. Have the username, have the password. Mm-hmm. When you have to change the password, which happens often, mm-hmm. then you change it in the master file. Then you always know. Yes. And you can't lose it. If the hard drive goes bad, you're not screwed, right? Mm-hmm. If the, <laughs> it's always going to be there. You drop your phone in the toilet. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Which they've even got around that now. I think you can drop your phone, the new iPhones in the toilet and they're going to be okay. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Figure my plans for the weekend. Make sure you do that. Now, let's talk about how you look, right? Your graphics, okay? So one of the things I'm doing for these agencies is at the bottom of every email, and we're talking about a sales funnel that has, it's going to go on for like six, seven months, sales funnel, okay? Okay. So you're like 35 emails because the first seven are a day apart, right? Like one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, and seven days. And then it's a week apart, right? And there's like 25. So yeah, so it's like six, seven months of email content that's a value bomb, right? Like, hey, here's something else. Here's something else you didn't know about the new 401k changes that you need to know. So if you have one in place, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're thinking about starting a 401k, you need to know this, okay? Like, okay, great. I'm going to read that email, okay? Well, at the bottom of each one of those emails, there are, you know, follow me, right? Like all their social media links. So most age, some agents don't have any social media, right? Mm -hmm. Some agents have a Facebook page, but it's, you know, horribly, horrifically ignored, right? Abandoned. Mm -hmm. And and some of them have like multiple, you know, like there's one I was working with has, she's got a YouTube, she's got Facebook and she's got Instagram. Okay. So good for her. So I have to go cop those links Right. So that the buttons below, the follow us buttons below mm-hmm. are active. Those links are active in the email. Right. Right. So it's like, a, you know, it's like a Facebook. You've seen them on your email. It's like a Facebook logo and an Instagram logo and a YouTube logo. Or no, it wasn't Instagram. It's LinkedIn, Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I go to click on these to go get it in the graphics are horrible. Like her logo, only like one quarter of her logo is in the freaking header mm-hmm. because it's too big. Right. Right. So guys, in five seconds, you can Google search and get an infographic on all the image sizes, aka the image aspect ratios for social media headers. So do it, Mm -hmm. right? There is absolutely no excuse 
for having a crappy header. You know, ideally you want a picture of you up there or at least the logo of the band and a picture of the, you know, the band or if you as an artist, a media approved image of you as the artist with your logo that's sized correctly for Twitter's header, which is 1500 by 500, right? Mm -hmm. That's sized correctly for Facebook header, that's sized correctly for, you know, blah, 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 right? Make sure all those look good, okay? And make sure all your social media has the right image with the right size. That's, again, your storefront, mm -hmm. all right? So, you know, if something happens, God forbid you have a song that blows up on Spotify, you know, some people start looking for you and you just look like a rookie. Yep. Stop it, okay? All right, so that's the end of the rant. Let's talk about this epiphany I had, dude. All right. This is fucking good. Okay, so. He's so excited, he's rubbing his face. Okay. For a long time, we've been, you know, when we run campaigns, we'll run campaigns to cold audiences let's say we take a music video we're going to promote this music video right so we're mm -hmm. going to run to a cold audience and that's going to be somewhat targeted right on digital ads and you know i'm putting this music video in the feeds of people that's what a digital ad is mm -hmm. i'm going to pay to get into your feed right and put this in there and then you're going to watch it right well once you watch it i can see how long you watched it for right that's if right. you watched it for three seconds if you watched it for 15 seconds if you watched it 25 percent of the way through 50 percent, 75 100 and then now you've seen something from the artist and that makes you a warm audience right and there's different degrees of warmth okay Okay. So I've always been just sort of kicking around like what we did with these agencies, right? So I, I told you at the beginning of this that we had created this pipeline that is repeatable and dependable with these life insurance agencies, right? Like That's right. the first one I built, the agent was a rock star salesperson, sold, got a million dollars in commissions in 2019. We doubled that in 2020. You got $2 million in commissions nice. in 2020 going completely digital and everybody was calling him instead of him calling everybody, mm -hmm. right? Completely changed everything. And we've done it multiple times now to the point where the IMO, the marketing agency saying, we're going to invest in these agencies to get them on track because they're not very good business people typically, right? right. They're great agents. Maybe some of them are great salespeople, but it's another skill set to be a good business person, which all artists have to be too, right? Yeah. And you teach that for songwriters. There's the business of songwriting as part of your pitch, right? That's there's you have to understand how this works. That's right. So one of the things like we've heard get to a thousand super fans, right? I think that's mm -hmm. something people have understood, right? You get to a thousand super fans, super fan being somebody spends a hundred bucks a year with you. That's a hundred thousand dollars of revenue. All of a sudden you got a business. That's right. Yeah. You got some cash flow, right? Are you keeping all that money? No, because you got to spend all these all this money on software and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But this is cash flow, man. Cash flow makes a big difference, right? So, and you've heard about all these different ways that people are trying to get emails, okay? Like artists are trying to get emails. Mm -hmm. Like in the insurance world, it's easy. Wait, we put on a webinar right. that's going to teach you something that you need to know, that you want to know, right? Either we're mm -hmm. scaring the crap out of you about a new tax law, if it's a B2C thing, or in the B2B thing, it's like, hey, if you know all the rules just changed mm -hmm. on IRAs, 401ks, profit sharing, you need to know what's changed, whether you've got one or not, you need to know. And we're going to show you in half an hour on this webinar no cost register here what happens when you register they get your email address get your email address right mm -hmm. so you know rick barker's came out with the five downloads of songs to, to exchange for the email address and mm -hmm. you know too many artists are like join my newsletter right i saw an agent that had that banner across the top of you know click here to sign up for our newsletter it's like click here to get cancer <laughs> click here to, to bring back aids you know what i mean like mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, it's like, no, thank you. No, I don't need it. However, I will tell you that like my number one clients that I'm financial, they do a newsletter like every month they send out this newsletter and she's got stuff in there about her kids and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. She stopped doing that a couple months ago because she got kind of sick of it and she didn't think anybody gave a crap about it. And there's some hostility, <laughs> right? So do they want to sign up for the newsletter? No. But no. once they begin to know, like, and trust you, they want to know. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to know that it's a newsletter, right? So it's an interesting dynamics. So this is all the sort of the buildup and this epiphany that I had, right? Okay. So straight up, one of the things we've been doing is, you know, once I can see that you've watched that video for a certain amount of time, you become a warm audience. And now I'm running a second campaign where I'm spending money to constantly reach that warm audience. Because mm. what I'm doing is trying to replicate what terrestrial radio does. And when people listen to terrestrial radio, why it worked, right? And it was the repetition factor, okay? Mm -hmm. Except for on digital, we can't do it with the same content, right? I can't just keep showing you the same video over and over again because you're just going to, like, eventually going to report me probably after the third time, like, enough already, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we have to create all kinds of micro content. We've talked about this in the podcast. But that micro content, that repetition is happening to the warm audience, mm -hmm. right, as well. So in terrestrial radio, like, if you just think about how heavy rotation works, you keep hearing the same song over and over it's pounding the person who's not familiar with the brand name with the artist over and over and over again until finally they hear the song enough where they're like who's that artist i like that and it mm -hmm. turns them into a potential fan right and you start to listen to the music more but the other thing that people forget is that repetition over and over and over again turns them it reminds the new fans or, or i'm sorry it reminds the current fans in that market that hey this artist has a new song out, right? Right. Like, I love Metallica. Oh, here's this song that just keep pounding me over the head with it on radio. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the most important factors of digital marketing is to be pounding the warm audience with repeated content. Like, you know, every week, something new. And like when Sunday Joe at the beginning of this episode was creating content, mm -hmm. God bless her. She's listening, right? She understands yeah. like, okay, I'm going to sync this song to like a bunch of different content and push it out and make sure that I'm ready to go. So how do we identify like the super fans, right? So there are other ways like on the Facebook ads platform and all the other digital platforms are similar, but I'm just going to use Facebook ads as an example to identify like the warm audience. I told you mm -hmm. one where I can see how long you watched a music video for. Right. I can create an audience from people that have ever interacted in any way, shape or form with your Facebook account, right? Mm -hmm. If they've liked it, if they've read a post, if they've commented, if they've reacted, mm -hmm. if they've shared it, if they've saved it, right? Same thing with Instagram, right? Anybody that's reacted with it. So this is, you know, we're going to make sure that everybody that's familiar with you is, is getting a constant flow of information, mm -hmm. right? Of new content. Yeah. Well, then I was looking at this artist that we're working with, with Cindy Sherrill, and I just noticed, like, I just was like, man, I wonder if we can go and target specifically people who, like, saved a post, so we're pushing out content through paid ads. Mm -hmm. People are seeing this content in their feed because we're paying to put it in their feed. And when they see it and they like it, that's great. I can tell they like it by how long they watched it, right? Mm -hmm. But if they mm -hmm. like it and they save it, that's a different level. Yeah, it is. That's a whole different level. So now on Facebook, you can go in and you can create an audience of people just from people who saved a post mm -hmm. or an ad in the last whatever, 60 days, 90 days, 30 days, however you want to make that happen. Okay. So then 
we talked about ClickFunnels, right? And for those of you guys, that's like in the corporate world, I'll create a registration page to go see that webinar we were just talking about, like on ClickFunnels. It allows me to put a page together really freaking fast and to put all this functionality in there, right? So it's like when you click, yes, I want to register, it jumps to the Stealth Seminar platform where they can register for the webinar and then consume mm -hmm. it, right? Right. Brent, we've used this for your sales stuff. I've used this for my challenge stuff, right? Hey, mm -hmm. register here. And if I want to take money on that, I can take money on that, right? Mm -hmm. If I just want them to register, whatever. So on the warm, so on the warm, so here's the epiphany. On the warm audiences, obviously we've been pushing out the content to create that repetition in those feeds mm -hmm. for the people that have been there, right? Right. But now I'm like, okay, if we create an audience just from the people who save, mm -hmm. which is a whole nother level of interest. And we have a different message for them, right? Mm -hmm. Like a very artist specific message. Like, Hey y'all, this is Josh Roy. And I'm sending this message out because I noticed that you like saved one of our posts recently. Oh yeah. I just wanted to say thank you. And this means the world Sorry for being creepy, but thank you. Yeah, sorry for being <laughs> creepy, but hey, man, I know you did it, and I just want to say thank you. Obviously, that meant enough for you to save it. I don't know if you saved mm -hmm. it for yourself or saved it for somebody else, but hey, here's a link. I want you to register. It's something I've saved for you. Yeah, well, how about <laughs> like sort of backstage access to the artist, right? Yeah. So, hey, man, once a week in a private Facebook group, right? Yeah. I'm going to be doing like a live performance and interacting with my insider group, whatever you're going to call them, right? Yeah. Like uh, Gaga calls them her little monsters, right? Yeah. I think, or whatever. And, you know, everybody's got the name for their fans, right? So, so you say, Hey, so here's a link and you can join the group and man, we're going to take requests. We're going to just hang out mm -hmm. and we're going to do stuff, but it's exclusively only for people that save this, by the way, when you do it, you're going to get an automatic free download of something, sort of special remix or some sort of special acoustic performance mm -hmm. that only people who've saved posts get, right? So there's a velvet rope. There's an exclusivity there. Mm -hmm. There's no cost to this. Just sign here and register to get it. And then we're going to send you a link to the private Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And hey, man, if you can't make the live performances, they're recorded. They're going to stay up there. You can go check them out. And it's just going to be a different level of, of interaction between us, you know, between the elite people who save stuff, right? Yeah. So what happens when they register again? Email address. How expensive are email ads? Oh, They're free. Yeah. They're free. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing something like Aweber or MailChimp or one of those, it costs a little bit each month, right? But for the platform, yeah. For the platform. But each email up to this big old limit, you won't run into it, is no extra cost. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So then... Now imagine like creating content that's specifically for the insiders group mm -hmm. on a regular basis, right? And this can be multi-purpose. Let's like, we've got Josh Roy in the next 30 to 45 days. We're going to be coming back here. We're going to be shooting some video content. And then eventually we're going to do the next five songs, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do another recording session. Imagine now making sure that while we're in the, those things, when we're doing a shoot mm -hmm. or he's got like a big festival, he's doing a big festival with Lainey Wilson right now, mm -hmm. three days in March out in, uh, it's called Party in the Desert or something like that. And it's a big three-day festival and Lainey Wilson's headlining one of them. And oh, there's some other artists in there. I can't remember. Lainey's the most current one. And so that festival is going to be a bunch of people there, right? Yeah. So, hey, here's some content that's just for these insider people where you do something live. You can go live on, on a private Facebook group, mm -hmm. right, to just that and interact with people. And maybe you're backstage with Lainey Wilson and you're mm -hmm. like, hey, say hi to Lainey Wilson, you know, or say yeah. – and now you're freaking, you know – 
you're cashing on that star power, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're freaking on stage, right? And you're like, hey, everybody, like, say, and you get it first, right, on this thing. So what a great way to sort of identify the super fans or somebody who likes something so much that they saved it. Yeah. And then how to get them their email and how to get them into a private group where you can stay in touch with them, keep them interested, mm -hmm. and keep that repetition going through a different kind of interaction. Very cool. Drop the mic. I like it. I like it. That's it. All right, guys. Well, um, so man, if you want to learn more about this, I mean, the bottom line on the digital platform is that whoever owns the traffic rules the road. So you've got to own the traffic, download whoever owns the traffic rules the road PDF. It'll get your head straight. It's giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y. Just tell me where to send it. It's free to you. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.